Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Embracing Life with Fakayo. I am your host, Fakayo, and joining me today is Shalom, our new co-host. Welcome, Shalom. Thank you. (laughs) Shalom's like, what the hell am I supposed to say now? (laughs) Well, Shalom's all the way in Nigeria, and I'm all the way in Switzerland. So thank you for joining us today, Shalom. It's so good to have you back on the show. And Shalom's going to be with us for the entire season and for many more seasons to come. Say amen. Amen to that. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. So hi, everybody. My name is Shalom. I am a lot of things. I'm a human being in development, please. Anyways. <laughs> amen to that. The Lord is working on me. I'm a work in progress. Yes, yes, I am. So... Um, getting right to today's topic, uh, recently, I think a few days ago, I was journaling, uh, which for some reason is something that always impresses people when I tell them I journal. Uh, you should all journal. Anyways, recently I was journaling yeah. and I was writing about, um, to not give too many details, about a situation I was in with somebody that I'm interested in. Let's leave it at that. And I'm in a very uh, transitory phase of my life. So realistically speaking, there's more or less no point in getting involved with anyone. So I was wondering, is something I wrote down in my journal, is like, obviously I know as much as I like to disguise on the internet, I know that I have the desire for like dating and relationships. I know I want to start dating and all of that. I've been postponing dating for years now. Uh, but I'm in a phase of my life where that is not really possible. It's not. It's bad timing for me, and it's not exactly within my capacity, uh, financially speaking, specifically. So the question I had in my journal is, what do you do with that desire when you know that now is not a good time for it? And that's what we're going to be talking about today. Thank you very much. Uh, I wonder what we're gonna say. I wonder what we're going to say. <laughs> I think that's a really good question because at least you're thinking about it. You're not just trying to use your emotions to get your like to go into something without yeah. really understanding the responsibility or the consequences of your decisions, which is really good. I wish more people did that because I feel like a lot of relationships is just based on emotions these days. And people just kind of rush into it. Like they don't yeah. really think about like the responsibility behind the relationship. They don't think about like the work they have to put in. They don't think about the financial aspects of the relationship. I mean, come on, guys, giving your girl gifts is not gonna come from the heavens. Okay, like you gotta work for it. You know, I'm pretty sure a lot of babes out here are trying to live the soft life. <laughs> most of them are expecting a man to finance that. Uh, why? You, I, you're asking me. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Hello, I do not know. Even though we want to be independent women, you know, I feel like women still depend on men a lot. Mm. And, you know, we depend on men. We're like, yeah, you know, he should finance these few things for us. Anyway, Sha, that's besides the point. (laughs) But, yeah, I think that's a really good question you're asking. And it really shows a lot of maturity because it takes a lot to really ask yourself, am I really ready for something? Mm. Am I ready to go into a relationship? Is this is this the right path for me in the moment that I'm in, you know? Like, a lot of people really want boyfriends, really want husbands, but, man, they are a mental wreck. They are an emotional stress ball. Like, you know, people that just 
give off stress 24 7 yeah and it's like you want to go into a relationship with somebody but it's like you haven't thought about like what about you you know and i think it's very important for people to really consider themselves before putting before getting into a relationship with somebody else because that essentially means that you're putting somebody else first in every decision you're making even -hmm. though you're not married as long as you're in a relationship that's that's where you're heading towards and i really hope that people are only you know like i really hope that when you think about dating you don't just think about dating like just frivolous dating at least you have an idea of like okay maybe something can happen here maybe it doesn't always work out that way yeah you know so there's there's the angle of people are not always conscious so like there's, there's the angle of internally like within yourself you are not ready like now mm. is not the time for someone with whose head is where your head is at to be entering a relationship. Like, I don't want to like I don't want to sound um insultive or condescending to anybody. But yeah, like sometimes you're in a situation where like given your mental states or and all that, you probably should not be getting into a relationship. And then people are not always particularly conscious of that. So there's that and like because I've heard some some absurd stories. <laughs> About, about relationships I, like obviously i'm not going to say any of them because i don't want to cast anybody but like oh, i was really gonna ask you to share nah, them nah, nah, to share? I'm, 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 I'm not let me not disgrace anybody on the internet wow he's <laughs> a disgrace but, but like you hear like you hear stories and like you know when it's other people's relationship there's a limit to how much you can say oh but yeah you, you hear it and you're like are you listening to yourself <laughs> sometimes when some people talk about some things so yeah uh, like me I'm a very like I said I've, I've, I'm, I'm a procrast- I'm a what's the word I'm a chronic procrastinator I think that's that's the term to the point that I've been procrastinating dating do you want to talk about this Shalom I no think I do not that's, that's a whole other issue that's a whole other issue so like me I've, like at any given point in time I can come up with an excuse for why I probably should not be trying to date now. And I've been doing that since I entered, since I got into university. Mm-hmm. So I, I have never had that problem where at, at the point where my head is a mess, I'm trying to get with somebody. Mm. Usually, like usually by the time I decide, okay, let me try with this person that I'm interested in, my head is pretty clear. So I'm thinking, mm-hmm. I'm thinking as clearly as I possibly can, which might not mm-hmm. be all that clearly, but it's as much as I can do Yeah. in that but, situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I was going to say that like sometimes another aspect or another angle could mm-hmm. be like, we might think we're not ready for something, but you're actually ready. Like I was like, There's, is there a possibility of that? Because it's like sometimes we're like, okay, I'm not ready for a relationship. But then then you get into a relationship and you're actually surprised at how much yeah. you're actually like able to like handle the relationship and how much love you actually have to give, you know, and how much how organized you actually are, you know, in your relationship and things like that. And I just feel like maybe sometimes we focus a lot more on like the negatives than we do the positives. Yeah. But I understand, you know, like we have to really weigh the pros and cons before entering into a relationship. Like there are certain like rule breakers, in my opinion, that I'm like, if you're really, if if this is something you're struggling with, don't go into a relationship. Like if you have like serious major, like if you're really struggling with like 
trauma from the past i don't really think that you should go into a relationship i think that you should focus on yourself in my opinion when 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 you have when you have something to work through personally that is maybe big is not the word but it's serious enough that it will affect whoever you're going to be with and most likely not in a positive way then maybe you should like i wouldn't say you should or shouldn't go into a relationship but you have to think about it more seriously before you decide to it's not, it's not like like what i am just 22 going <laughs> so it hasn't been that long ago, getting it. Like, i still remember how yeah how, how relationships happen when we were teenagers. And I'm like, I, I'm not that old yet, but I don't think at this age I can mm. run into that weird, weird happenstance relationships that used to. So, like, you have to think about a lot of these things more consciously. And, like, for me personally, my reasons for, um, like, even now, like, the reason why I'm thinking, mm. oh, it's not a good time for me, is almost nothing internal. It's mostly, like situational stuff it's not anything i feel like the period of me and it's not to say that i am you're pretty clear i have no issues anymore but uh i don't know like yeah like i'm i think i'm relatively clear and i'm constantly trying to work to figure things out uh consciously so i think i'll i think i'm Mm. i will be mostly fine on the internal front like i know some of the problems i have at least because i have spoken to people I have spoken to people that have had the same problem in every relationship mm, they've been in and yes, still cannot okay. see that they have that particular issue. Which is part of why I stopped commenting for the most part unless people ask me for... Because you point it out and they will get offended. But in my mind, it's like, you literally have three years worth of history to prove that to you. Why are you offended? <laughs> <after I'm putting? laughs> the truth hurts. I, the truth hurts. Yeah, so it, it happens like that sometimes. So for me, most most of my issue with the timing at the moment is external stuff. Like I said, this is a very transitional mm. period of my life. Then there's also, like, <laughs> I think we're, we're agreed on this one, that we're a hard no to long distance. Yes, amen to that. And then, right? And then it just so happens that a lot of people I've met and been interested in are not anywhere near me. I'm so sorry to hear that. It, it really breaks my heart. I blame the internet. <laughs> because people be really thinking their long-distance relationship is going to survive a couple text messages and yeah. FaceTime. <laughs> no comment. So, yeah, on to, on, to, like, on to the actual question. So, let's see whether, on, whether this, the reasons why it is not a good time is internal mm-hmm. or, or situational, like in mm-hmm. my case. What do you do with that desire when you know that now is not the time to... Tim pursuit yeah as I, like i was saying to you earlier like i feel like in situations like that you need to get to a point where you work on yourself like develop yourself in order for you to be in a position to receive you know to be in a better position to receive the things that you want you know the desires that you have for your life it's kind of like if you want the soft life okay sorry i'm using this example again but it just seems to be the simplest example in the, in the book <laughs> If you want a soft life, you want to live a luxurious lifestyle, go on holidays 24 hours every day, you need to work for it, you know? Everything comes at yeah. a price in life. And I'm like, if you if you desire something and you like let's say you desire something that's way above you and you feel like you're way below, all you have to do is just walk up the stairs. Imagine it's like a like it's like stairs going to your desires. 
and you're at the bottom of the stairs. You just have to take mm -hmm. one step at a time, whether it's working on something that you have to working on any internal issues that you have to, you know, work through, yeah. whether it's deciding to make the brave decision and embark on a long distance relationship. God forbid, that's not our portion. God forbid. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> if it's anything like if you have to study more, maybe the person you want to date is has a master's degree or something and you don't even have a degree maybe it's like you know trying to like educate yourself in a different way in order to like you know mm -hmm. push yourself up the ladder ladder in order to be in a better position to receive what you want to get you know and i'm not saying that oh work hard work hard that's the only thing that's going to get you where you are please guys there's something called god's favor that's also something that really helps a lot because you can work hard and work hard and work hard and still not get what you want you know but when you work hard, when you're not put in God's favor, you put your faith into the same situation, guys, by God's grace, it will work for you, you know? I'm just saying, you know, I'm just saying. So when you have a desire for a relationship, but you feel like you're not ready or that you're not there yet, and, you know, you, there's just so many things happening, you can just, you, you work on yourself. You look to yourself and say, okay, what yeah. can I do in order to be in a better position? to receive what I want, you know? And yeah. that's what I would say anyway. That's what it was. I, I think the the analogy you gave of the steps or the ladder is an interesting one in, in, in the sense that you're trying to better position yourself. But I think it's important to point out because, like I said before, you see this any, anywhere I see on the internet, YouTube, Instagram, where they're giving dating advice for guys, especially guys <laughs> that are struggling to get gets girls attention mm. generally they always end up with this oh work on yourself go mm. to the gym uh, figure out your finances all mm. that shit and like my, my main gripe with that is that i feel like in in the modern age everybody treats finding everybody expects to find a finished product yeah so like so like while, while you're climbing up those steps uh, i think it is it is fair to say that nobody expects you to be at the end yeah. of the yeah. life before they were agree to yeah. date you, right? And, because, like, personally, I don't even think there's an end. Progress does not It really stop. doesn't. Progress, progress doesn't. Like, I talk, sometimes I listen to my parents talk, like, they have a, they, let's say they had an issue and then they resolve it and then they're like, they just figured out that, oh, that she's, my mom would be like, oh, she's just understanding this about my dad now, so she cannot say this type of thing in this type yeah. of thing. I'm like, you've been married for 27 years. How the hell yeah. are you right? just figuring this out Right. Now? right so so like relationships are very life generally mm. is very developmental so like you you can't uh have the have um chris evans body be making as much money as gary v <laughs> before somebody will come and, before somebody will come and date you like you can't hold yourself to, do, to those unrealistic true, standards yeah. yeah you have to like obviously nobody is saying you should stay in one position and don't improve and and like i always see this thing on the internet where if you can't handle me at my worst you don't deserve me at my best my friend will you get out of your <laughs> exactly what are you doing there like <laughs> what are you doing how are you at your worst and comfortable right? <laughs> so like you should be trying to improve you should be trying to improve yourself mm. obviously because like you're alive you can't not be improving yourself yeah. but First off, the objective of improving yourself probably shouldn't be to get into a relationship. It should never be. Done. And second mm -hmm. off, 
you probably shouldn't expect to be there's this thing this i see it with like western content creators like i'm not entirely sure what it actually mm-hmm. means but like being a giga chat whatever the what? means for guys a giga chat i don't know what that is yeah, what? but i keep hearing <laughs> it. it's like the ultimate the ultimate level the ultimate level a guy can get to i guess i thought that was like the goat or something, or something. no <laughs> you, you probably it's probably a gamer thing um you shouldn't expect yourself to be there yeah. before like you shouldn't hold yourself to that standard because what would just happen is first of i think it's two things first off is basically you're trying to address one lack or insecurity in your life by doing something yeah. else by so like it's like oh you want a girlfriend so you want to make yeah. money that's those are not so not to, yeah. necessarily related mm. yeah so first off is that and then second off um, if you are, if you expect yourself to be at the peak of mm-hmm. your life before somebody else, how do you think it will make you feel that you were not, at least in mm-hmm. your head, you were not worthy of this person until you were at the best you could possibly be? Because they definitely would not be at the best yeah. they can be. They're human yeah. beings. Mm-hmm. Right? So I, I think it can create a very weird dynamic. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I just sit down and imagine, imagine if I had, if I zero my mind, I'm like, okay, I must be a billionaire have like seven houses, hmm, have traveled all, all the continents on the planets, and then I can start thinking of getting or settling down because I will have everything that women want that can provide financial security and all that shit. I was not thinking about it that way. So like, if all these years that I was developing myself, hmm. in my head at least, I was not worthy of her affection. Why should I take affection seriously when it came? Yeah. When it only came as a result of everything mm-hmm. else I've added yeah. to myself. It seems like a weird dynamic. Yeah. So yeah, like the idea, the analogy of the mm-hmm. steps or the ladder, don't I don't think people should hold themselves to being at the peak mm-hmm. of it. That's true. Just to get in or before they can get into a yeah. relationship. And also I would just add that like if you are at the best of your best by the time you enter a relationship, it kind of makes the relationship a bit dull because it's kind of like, so what are we what are we doing here? Like what's the purpose of being here? Kind of thing. A relationship also grows you in a way. You know, like there are some people that get into relationships and unfortunately the relationship doesn't last. But that doesn't mean that they didn't learn a few things. They actually learned a few things, they grew mm-hmm. in a you know interesting way some for better some for worse you know but they still shall car- <laughs> they still shall learn something in the relationship you know so i feel like yeah. even when you enter into a relationship you should also enter with a mindset of i'm actually still going to learn something you know like there's room for mm-hmm. growth in relationships and your partner can teach you something that you never you know that you've never really learned in life like for example it's kind of like yeah. how you say you're a chronic procrastinator Imagine not getting to somebody who just likes to do everything on time. Man, you'll be irritated at first, you know? But then along the way... Fights many fights. Exactly. But along the way, you might you actually start taking on a little bit of, like, her her tendencies, you know? Like, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And that's better for you because you cannot remain a chronic procrastinator for the rest of your life, can you? You know, because we're trying to be billionaires no, here. No, I cannot. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. You know, we have high standards for life, so you know, I'm trying to make them a bit. Well, speak, speak, speak for you yourself. You have high standards for life, you know. I'm speaking for both of us. <laughs> you have high standards for life, and also, like, imagine being with somebody who's super ambitious, and then you know, 
I'm I think I'm pretty laid back and I'm very unserious in many ways. The Lord is still working on me, you know, really big work in progress. I, I, I'm still not convinced you know, about I'm trying, problems. I'm, I understand what you mean by that, but like sometimes I feel like, okay, I'm getting to an age where I should be maybe a bit more serious, but deep down, man, things are just funny. Like, <laughs> like, like and yes, I don't know if it's like a coping mechanism or something, but I just find things really funny very easily. Like, a lot of people are like, yeah, you know, it's not really hard to make Fakara laugh. I'm like, it's true, it's, it's not. But I don't know if that's like on seriousness. But then again, it's like I laugh during the most awkward moments too. So it's kind of like we're talking about something serious here. And then you just hear a little. <laughs> like, why is she laughing? Like, what? So, yeah, I don't know if it's, I don't know. I, I feel like maybe it's also myself trying to like, maybe I'm putting this pressure on myself to, to be a bit more serious about life because I'm getting a bit older. And maybe in my head, I also like, view like um seriousness seriousness synonymous to maturity but i don't think that's always the case you know i think you can be quite unserious but also quite mature i think i was i was most serious when i was least mature so what he said um, what he said the, the, sometimes <laughs> some, <laughs> sometimes there's there's a literal um what they yeah. call it an inverse relation i wanted to learn portuguese but hey that's another thing that's not you know, I want to do something, but it's not the right time. But it's not the yeah. right time, yeah. Learning Portuguese. So it's not always, it's not always relationships. Exactly. It's not always, you it's know. Sometimes it's also like buying a car might not be the right time due to finances. <laughs> hey, there's a lot. It might be a very wrong time to buy a car. Right? In this economy, who's going to pay for gas bills? Like, who is paying for my fall? But yeah, you know, <laughs> I'm just saying, <laughs> not the right time to get a car or to have kids. Yeah. Actually, no, have kids. Have kids whenever you want to have kids. I, I don't I don't think there's ever a right time to have kids, but there's a wrong time or there are wrong times. I don't think there's ever a right time. Many, many wrong times. We went on a bit of a tangent, you know, with subjects and yes, children yes, yes. and all that stuff. But yeah, like the... I think we went on that tangent because we finally found things that were not relationships that it might not be a good time for. Right. So we think we're struggling to think of those right? a while back. A lot of, like, I feel like a lot of the time people only think about, like, oh, it's not the right time or the right person in terms of, like, relationships. But, like, mm-hmm. there's so many other things. Like, this thing that you, like, the question that you ask really relates to, like, so many other aspects of our lives. Yeah. You know? It's, like, even education. Especially... Right? Especially in this phase, mm-hmm. this, yeah. this defining decade. Right, that's our new word, the defining decade. <laughs> <laughs> every, every time I think of that term, and I think, because I'm, I'm turning 23 next month. Um, <gasps> Your birthday is next month? What day? 19th. Oh my God, 19th of October? Oh my God, I'm going to write that down now. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So. You right, right. Like I said, I'm going to write it down. I'm going to. No, uh, I believe you. I don't doubt you at all. Thank you. But like, we're gonna do that now. we'll see. We'll see. What are we seeing? <laughs> <laughs> I said I'm going to write it down. <laughs> no, no problem. No, Shana, we're expecting Bella to say happy birthday to you your birthday. Just say it. Say it with your chest. Uh, I'm expecting <laughs> you to not say anything. But it's fine. I don't I don't really have a problem with that. I just... Generally speaking. I just... Uh, I'm offended. You're insulted that I think you'll forget. Yeah. I'm offended. Do you do you think you forget? I don't think I'll forget as long as I put it in my Google Calendar. 
That's fair enough. That's fair enough. No, but I am offended. You know, I had I even have like a birthday book because I forget birthdays a lot. So I yeah, birthday. birthday book. Yeah, yeah, I got it at some like church thingy I went to many, many years ago. And it's actually been very useful when I use it. Do you know, that seems like a way to forget all birthdays at once because if you lose the book oh yeah that's, true. that's very true if i lose that book that's the end of game <laughs> recently i was thinking about the term the defining decade so i was like i'm about to turn 23 uh i will turn 23 next month and if the last three years have been any indication i don't think i want this decade <laughs> to define my life <laughs> I this is not the defining decade. Maybe the like, next I'm, decade. I'm, I'm like, we need to re- we need to rediscuss. We need to renegotiate. Like the terms if, and conditions. Yeah, like I'm hoping that it gets better. But like in the unlikely event that the last three years are similar to what the remaining seven will be, I don't think I want this decade to define. <laughs> I don't no. think I would want this decade to define my life. Well, we'll see. No, but you know what, yeah? I've had this conversation yeah. with my friends before, and I told them about how I felt like my 20s were a bit, so far, have been a bit shit. A bit terrible. And my friend was basically saying, like, honestly, that her mother, she had the conversation with her mother, too, and that her mother told her that her 20s weren't, like, the best decade of her life. It was actually her 30s. And I was like, girl, you're onto something there. Because she said, by the time you're in your thirties, you're probably much more established in your job. So you're probably not looking for like a job twenty four seven. You're probably more stable. You're more financially stable. You know, like emotionally, you're a bit more balanced. Because apparently, like up until you're twenty five years old, there's something that happens in your brain. I think it's like your frontal cortex, blah blah blah. Supposedly, that yes. is still like forming and stuff like that. So like, you know, once you're twenty five, that completely forms. You know, and you start making more rational decisions you know you're not as emotionally charged as you were when you were younger so she was like for her mom it wasn't her 20s that were like the best time of her life but her 30s and i was like i really hope that's i really hope that's the case because <laughs> girl we're struggling in these streets right now but apparently you're more yeah. confident in yourself yeah I've heard, I've heard that too that in your 30s you're less um you care less about what other people think exactly yeah i've heard that from a lot of people yeah at least compared to your 20s because now we we don't care much compared to when we're teenagers mm, so exactly seems like something that just that seems like something that continues to improve so exactly you know so i'm like even though like your last three years have been terrible might haven't mm-hmm. also been the best but it's like hopefully by god's grace as you keep growing and growing as you keep developing yeah, yourself yeah. working on yourself you are expect like there should be like a point in your life where like oh i feel like this is a bit better and we're all waiting for you know our cardi b year you know where <laughs> she <laughs> she got the bag the man the kids all in what one year or two years or so more or less no, no idea yeah but you know there was this there was this year when cardi b was just making bank like wow, left, oh, right, right and right. center so, you know, we're all waiting for that year and there will be that, like, we will all have that one year, you know, like, it will be your year one time. Might not be this year, might not be next year, might not be, in, hopefully it's next this year, next year, I don't know. <laughs> but, you know, like, you shall, like, if as you keep growing and learning, you actually, yeah. you get to a point where you're like, oh, this, this, is, this is pretty cool. You know, you get the girl, you get the job, you get the nice house, the nice car. 
that we're not living for that, you know. We're living to please God and to make heaven above all. Amen to that. But, you know, as you keep growing in, like, your years, you become wiser, you become more financially free, you know, things will get yeah. better, you know. And then you no longer have this problem where, oh, I have a desire, but it's not the right time. Or maybe you will, but with kids. <laughs> hey. I feel, as I was telling one of my friends, I feel like um, what, we, what, what we're doing individually and as a species is trading problems. So, like, we're, we're never going to get to a point where, um, like, some of these issues we're having now will manifest themselves in a different way. Yeah, it's true. He was arguing, it wasn't really an argument. He was talking about how, and this might be a bit of a, it might be a stupid take, but it's my take. Anyways, he was talking about a popular how, opinion. Maybe, maybe I don't know. I don't. I don't pay enough attention to people that talk about these things to know mm-hmm. it's popular. But he was talking about how like humanity has been developing over history that we've evolved from the hunter gatherers who could easily be killed by predators to what we're technologically advanced society where even people that where even people that have been maimed, for instance, can still live a decent quality of life, at least in the West, maybe not in Nigeria. <laughs> God help you, man. <laughs> May God help you. Yeah, so he was talking about how, like, if you look at history with progress and everything, and I'm like, my, my own take is that I don't think things have gotten better. Mm. Oh, but that's because how I would define better is by a reduction of problems. And mm. I don't think our problems have reduced. I think we've changed. Yeah. Like back in the day, if you had a common cold, you would die. Mm. But like now a cold won't kill you, but you can go through some shit that will make you depressed for the next 40 years. <laughs> Something like that. And you live, you live a miserable 40 years. So I feel like we've, all we've done as a species mm-hmm. and what we do as human beings is just trade problems. So I don't think there will ever be a point where. You don't have to contend with maybe mm-hmm. not these specific issues, but you always have issues to contend. But yeah. I can imagine because I was talking with my dad recently about there's a property that someone offered to him that he mm. wanted to get, but um having having two children that are still more or less financially dependent on you, mm. uh now is not a very good time for that. So mm. he still contends with that in some capacity. It's just not relationship because he has had wife (laughs) 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 yeah if he was having that problem we would be a little bit concerned yeah but worried there you know like what's going on (laughs) so yeah that's that's life trading problems yeah but you know i also think that that's why life is not perfect yeah because like some i feel like especially social media they try to like sell this idea that life is perfect you know but life isn't perfect and like you said, there will always be that one situation that annoys you mm-hmm. at no matter at every stage in life, you know, like they'll always like there's always that one thing that you're like, oh, my God, like I, God, fix this situation. God, fix this problem, you know, because at the end of the day, we, I'm like, unfortunately to say this, but like we can't live a life without problems. Yeah. You know, because if we had no problems, then we wouldn't need God, you know. So it's one it's one of those situations whereby like. I feel like your point is really important, but I also feel like just to add to your point, it's like, I feel like we've also learned to accommodate our problems, you know, like we've really learned to also live with them per se. Nigerians especially. Oh my God. It's like you have, it's like you learn to live. It's like, 
the way I describe Nigeria is like dysfunctionville. And it's like people have actually learned to live in that dysfunction. We are such accommodating beings. Like we actually adapt to certain things in certain environments. So like now, like you said, a common cold won't kill you. Mm-hmm. But like we've learned how to live with depression. I was like... I don't know how they do that, you know? Like, I don't... I, that, it's, it's a bit crazy, right? Right. So I'm just kind of like, the more advanced we come, the, become, the more, you know, the more, the wiser we get, the smarter we are, the more gadgets we have, the more spaces we're conquering and everything. Mm-hmm. We're not actually fixing our problems, but we're learning to live with them. You know, like... Like, I mean, for example we've had a common code for a very long time. It's not as if a common code has been eradicated. Yeah. It's it's still around. It just won't kill you. We just have, yeah. Yeah. We just have ways yeah. to... To live of, with of, it. Almost remove its ability to kill, but you still have to bear it. Exactly, but you still bear it, you know? So it's. I feel like in our life, regardless of what we go through, mm-hmm. we will ne- like, you can never really get rid of like a like you can get no there are certain situations that you can get rid of don't yeah. get me wrong but like there are certain things that you can never get rid of it but like you can stop its ability from uh, um yeah from affecting you like you can stop how much it affects you mm-hmm. you know like a common code if you take i don't know paracetamol ibuprofen you have a very huge chance of like reducing whatever fever you get yeah so you can stop we have found ways to stop the ability of a common cold from affecting us and i think that's how we also have to live the older you get then you become more resistant to things you become more resilient to certain things that happen to you in life you know and i think that's why your 30s are probably better than your 20s because in your 20s i just want to say we be weak asses like everything makes you cry (laughs) just putting it out there Everything makes people cry, okay? Like, I don't know. You miss your bus today and you're in tears because you're going to be late to work and your bus is going to be upset. I think I feel like by the time you're in your 30s, if you miss your bus, you're just kind of like, you know what, yeah? They're not going to die. You know, at the end of the day, when you get to work is when you get to work, you know? So I feel like that also builds resilience in yeah. us, which is probably why our 20s aren't always probably the best because... I, the way I see my 20s is like a training ground for me, kind of like a bad training ground to like build myself up, build resistance to nonsense that comes my way, mm-hmm. learning how to, you know, also just deal with situations. Because a lot of situations are new to us, like networking yeah, yeah, yeah. True, to us, true. you know? What else is new? Working, the working environment is new to us. Starting a nine to five is very new to us, you know? Um, how do you balance your life and your work, your personal life and your work? A lot of these things are new to us. So these are like, we're very like you know like over we can we can get easily overwhelmed in our 20s by all of these things whereas by the time you're reaching your 30s you're just kind of like you've been doing this for 10 years guys yeah. <laughs> for 10 years you know so you have a better like you can handle it a, a lot better than like you would have been able to in the past well, I, was just, I was actually like what you said about a lot of things are new to us is i actually i was actually just thinking about it now that like um people in uh early to mid-twenties, most of us spent about 20 years minimum in school. Yeah. Most mm. of us. So, like, the world is is new. <laughs> the entire world is new to us. That that explains a lot yeah. of the... Because, like, we spent 20 years getting used to the structure of school in various... Like, however it manifests itself in um, yeah. daycare, primary school, mm. and all that, university. Yeah. 
And then, and I don't know, like based on the internet, it seems like, because I haven't tried schooling in the West, but based on the internet, it seems like schooling in the West is something closer to like immersing yourself in the real world, just like a light mm. version of it. Yeah. As opposed mm-hmm. to it's just being school. Whereas mm-hmm. when I was in university in Lagos, it still pretty much felt like, like I mean, like you're a lot freer and all that, but like mm-hmm. your life is still, a lot of your life is still so regimented that you're still more or less yeah. just a student and number yeah. Most people weren't working while we were in school, for instance. Uh, people had businesses, but it's, it's like, it's businesses on campus. And to be fair, in Lagos, yeah. people have been doing that since we were in secondary school. I remember, <laughs> I remember when I was in G- JS, junior secondary three, two, I think three, mm-hmm. I had a classmate I used to buy, um, do you know Nutrici? Yeah. Yeah, she used that. to buy Nutrici and come to school and send it. How is that a business? Right? I don't I don't know how, but she, like that's what she did. And she made decent, well, I assume she made decent books for me because she did it for, for an unnecessarily long time. But did your school not have so, Nutrici? Not in, the, not in our talk shop, no. If you wanted, you oh, have to Oh, she definitely made bank. Yeah, definitely. Definitely did. So, like, the idea of people doing some businesses on campus, mm. it wasn't foreign because, like, it's not something that was new. that started before. So, stuff like that. But, yeah, school school here, at least for me, was a lot more... It was still just school until I graduated university. Is master mm. students are all... Most master students I know are working while they're in school. Mm. But up until yeah. the end of your first degree, you're yeah, just a student. So, life is... Yeah. Is a lot at once. It's a lot at once. Exactly. You're actually taking in a lot of information. You're learning a lot of new things. Mm-hmm. You're also adapting to a completely different society because now you're being thrown into a work work environment where you're like your best friend can be sixty years old, and you're like, mm, okay. And before you were only surrounded by people your yeah, age yeah, yeah. who had the same rubbish thinking as you. Not rubbish thinking, but you know, kind of yeah. same mindset as you. And then now you're like surrounded by people who have completely different mindsets. You're also, you know, experiencing new cultures, new people, you know, and you're meeting many people. Like some of them have mental problems. Some of them are great, you know, <laughs> different species from all <laughs> from all some corners of the world, you know. Yeah. And that can be a lot for, you know, a young, for us in our 20s, going through our 20s. That can actually be a lot. And... There's no easy way to prepare anyone for that. You know, I feel like some universities try to prepare you by taking, like, by making you do an internship and stuff like that, but it still doesn't prepare you for, like, full-time, nine-to-five, you know? But I think it's just something you have to learn. You actually just have to go through, you know? The image I always get is, like, this little butterfly. You know, the butterfly, like, before it becomes a butterfly, it's a caterpillar, and then it goes into its little cocoon, and, like, when it wants to become a butterfly, it has to squeeze itself out of, like, the little, like, what do you call it? Little sack, whatever that it's in. And it has to squeeze itself out of it in order to drain out all the, like, all the liquid attached to its um, its wings mm-hmm. so it can fly pro- properly, you know? So that's what I kind of imagine my 20s like, you know, like, oh, I'm a little caterpillar. By the time I'm growing and growing, one day I'll be a really pretty butterfly. Hopefully. <laughs> and Hopefully. Just just to try and draw us back to what we were initially talking about. <laughs> um I, well. I think like that that feeling of or that awareness that so much of your current life is pretty much foreign to you. It's is probably a big 
contributor to why it, why it is not it's doesn't feel like it's the right time for a lot of things mm. because like somebody's thinking how can i be considering um dating anybody now when i don't have a job it's not an it's not an unreasonable thing to mm, think yeah because like, you, you have to have a job mm. you don't have to have a girlfriend <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah 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 like it's not it's not it's not that it's not that out of left field mm. for you to think that so like just this situation that we're in at the moment probably contributes a lot to that feeling. Yeah, especially because we have, we haven't really been taught a lot, you know. Like you know, when you go on mm-hmm. social media and you see people being like, in high school we were learning how to do calculus one on one or something, and they'll be like, why didn't they yep. teach us how to handle our taxes, or like why didn't they teach us on how to uh, mortgages and stuff like that? And I'm like, guys, they, I was like, the adults were basically like, we have to suffer through it too. You're gonna suffer so, through it too, you know. So it's a, it's it's a like what you were saying is very valid. It's not weird that like we don't feel prepared for a lot of things or that we're not mm-hmm. ready to embark on a yeah. lot of journeys. It's not weird, but like yeah. this is where we build the confidence and say, okay, this is what I can do, you know, and just kind of like step out of your comfort zone little by little, and take mm-hmm. risks. You know, somebody's like people are always like you need to learn how to take risks. No risk, no reward. It's easy to say exactly because you take risks. It's not as easy to take a risk. Exactly, you know, it really isn't as easy because it's like yeah. if you take a risk now, anything doesn't work out. It's kind of like how many years are you gonna be stuck in that situation? You know, like you have to really think about it. And like I, it also reminds me of a friend of mine. We were talking, and she was saying that somebody told her to like travel to some foreign country and you know get a job there or something. And she was saying, I'm not going to, she was like, I need a stable job. I need to be financially stable. I'm mm-hmm. not going to go and travel to like some exotic country, you know, for the sake of like putting it on my CV when I don't know yeah. if I'm going to like have a, like, when, you know, it's like so much uncertainty. And it's like, yeah, sure. It sounds like a good opportunity and a nice risk to take. But you also have to think about like your position where, and, and also your goals. What are you trying to achieve? You know? So it's not all risks that you should take, Sha. Bottom line. Bottom line. But thank you so much, Shalom, for this wonderful episode. So in conclusion, yes. What is what what would be our answer to the question, what do you do with the desire for something that is not the time for? I think my answer would be focus on yourself. If you really don't think so, just focus on yourself. Focus on yourself. You can never go wrong when you focus on yourself, in my opinion. In my opinion, Sha. Sometimes, I mean, you can't go wrong. To a certain degree, you can't go wrong when you focus on yourself. I think you can only go wrong if you're married. <laughs> well, <laughs> we're talking to those that are single and satisfied. Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> I'm just joking. I would say focus on yourself and also be brave. You know, like, if... It's something that you're like, okay, I'm not ready for this thing, or I don't feel ready, but I have the desire for it. Maybe take a, you know, take a risk. Take a risk. Hey. One of those risks they're always telling us. Exactly. You know, it might not be the best decision at that time, but you will learn. You learn something new. <laughs> yeah. You know? And if it's something that's like a deal breaker for you, if it's something that's like, no, I'm, I've decided not to do this until I do this, then. Just chill, my G. Like, no one's forcing you. And sometimes, I know that we also like to make people feel like they don't have, like, time or that they're, like, they're running out of time. 
Mm-hmm. But let me just tell you this. You still have time. Just because you don't do it today doesn't mean that you can't do it tomorrow or in one year. You're not going to die. It's okay. You still have time. <laughs> <laughs> okay? That's one. Take it the, the whole The whole time thing is why I spend... Like, I'm not on most social media anymore, mm-hmm. but like for the content I consume on, and I try to spend as much time listening to older people mm. as I can because yeah. I'm, I'm I'm more aware that there's more time mm. when I'm it's like if I'm listening to I don't know who is the general that is like 20 years old <laughs> one of them sure if I'm listening to whoever that is talk yeah. with how much she has achieved with her life mm. I, I'm not going to feel like I have time yeah exactly exactly yeah so I, I listen to I try my best to listen to older specifically men but even mm. even women as well try to listen to older people yeah like the reason why i try to listen to or watch older content mm. creators is that it's it reaffirms the idea that i still have time yeah mm. i mean yeah under all things being equal i still have time yeah. so i don't have to put myself under too much pressure i think i also have maybe not particularly unique but i have different circumstances from a lot of people around me mm. yeah so, so they're also under a lot of other pressures mm. That I am not under, and if I pay attention to them, I will also feel like I should. Yeah. Be like a lot of my friends are borderline desperate to get out of their parents' house. Oh. You know, their their parents are driving them insane. Welcome to the gang. <laughs> right, and and me, I'm like, so it's driving, and that's like a lot of people no longer like half time. Everybody's busy and so because everybody's trying to do stuff mm. that will get them money and everything, so they can get the hell out of their parents' mm. house, and some. I think during the pandemic, I was seeing some things my friends were doing, like courses they were taking and stuff. I'm like, it's like, I'm not serious with my life. <laughs> Welcome but to the club. It's, it's, yeah, but, but like, over time, paying attention to things I was doing, especially when I tell people things I'm doing, yeah. that's when I realize I'm actually doing stuff. Yeah. I'm just not, I'm not struggling in the same direction as people. Yeah, that's it's true, yeah. I'm not the people around me. Mm. So, yeah. So, my answer... Mm-hmm which I, I'm not sure is much of an answer to the question mm. of the episode is um, no decision you make, whether you decide to go for what you think is not the time for, or you decide to hold off on it. No decision you make is a bad decision as long as you learn something from mm, it. Come on, come on. That would be, that would be my, my conclusion. Yeah. So if you decide to, if it's, if you're like me and your problem is relationship, I decide to be a mumu and <laughs> I'll, go, I'll go and follow somebody when now is not a good time for it. Mm-hmm. Whatever comes of it, just make sure you learn and it's not, you'll be fine. Thank That's you. That's what I think. Oh my God. Thank you yes. so much for sharing that. Oh, thank you. We have come to the end of this episode. I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> right? <laughs> And we hope to see you on the next episode. Thank you very much. And don't forget to follow me at Embracing Life with Ricardo on Instagram. And yeah, I hope to see you in the next episode. Thank you very much. Bye from wherever you're listening from. Bye.